These are reflections of a humble scribe. The verses you'll hear presented in the next few minutes started as simple expressions of love and support of family life, and from there, the inspirations expanded into reflections of scripture, all behind the echoes of life experiences that were transcribed using rhyme and measure, meter and tempo, to capture the essence of those events in the story and poem you'll hear in this episode of Reflections of a Humble Scribe. This is Lenten Lyrics. Once again, our Lenten journey has begun. Let us take some time to reflect on the passion of our Lord. Let us make a deliberate effort to clear out of the way every distraction and focus our attention on the Lamb of God who gave himself for our salvation. Getting to know the Lord's passion personally is really a journey of discovery, a journey that was incredibly lonely, a journey that was misunderstood, and a journey that was so fearful that it was too difficult to even discuss. In the weeks ahead leading up to Holy Week, we are going to be hearing several gospel passages where Jesus is predicting his passion and death. Many of us often look back at these readings with a painful frustration concerning the apostles and how they were not understanding or even receiving the depth of these predicted events. Why would Jesus reveal predictions about his suffering and passion that could not be understood? In Matthew chapter 16, verses 21 through 23, Jesus predicts his death. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, chief priests, and teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said. This shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. Why would Jesus reveal predictions about his suffering and passion that could not be understood? Luke also vividly records this happening in his gospel, chapter 9, verses 38 through 46. A man in the crowd called out, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son, for he is my only child. A spirit seizes him, and he suddenly screams. It throws him into convulsions so that he foams at the mouth. It scarcely ever leaves him and is destroying him. I begged your disciples to drive it out, but they could not. Jesus responds, O unbelieving and perverse generation, how long shall I stay with you and put up with you? Bring your son here. Even while the boy was coming, the demon threw him to the ground in a convulsion, but Jesus rebuked the evil spirit, healed the boy, and gave him back to his father. And they were all amazed at the greatness of God. While everyone was marveling at all that Jesus did, he said to his disciples, Listen carefully to what I am about to tell you. The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of men. But they did not understand what this meant. It was hidden from them, so they did not grasp it. And they were afraid to ask him about it. An argument started among the disciples as to which of them would be the greatest. Again, Jesus reveals predictions about his suffering and passion that could not be understood.
Our own Father John sums up the reality of this condition as a matter of faith beyond the paradox of truth. In spite of receiving a word of truth from Jesus, our own spiritual blindness prevents us from receiving understanding. Surely, Jesus knew the apostles could not bear the reality of these words, or their fears to even discuss it. When you think about it more deeply, is this scene really so different from our life perspective? Many times, God wants to reveal hidden truths to us, but we also cannot face those truths, nor even discuss it. Instead of praying for God's will to be done, we prefer to substitute our own will, our own perspective on how events should unfold. This Lent, let us attempt to push our pride out of the way and learn how the example of a real sacrifice can be changed into a victorious resurrection over our pride and over our sin. Please consider now this reflection on the passion of our Lord. O Lord, my God, your love goes beyond the greatest depths of my mind. Your compassion, your mercy, your sacrifice are truly a rich man's find. You paid the highest price, the highest price that could be paid by your love and mercy. It was salvation that you made. O Jesus, your wounds, oh how they must have bled, the scourging, Muscles burning, your cross as heavy as lead. The heat that day, the screaming crowds, the thorns that pierced your head, the skull hilltop, the guards casting lots, the flowing blood that you shed. Your back so swollen, your welt still pulsing, and men just spit in your face. Pilate would not accuse you, men lied about you, and no one was there. To defend your case. Oh, the pain you endured as your cross rose erect and became planted in the ground, your limbs so weak, your back so beat, and the crowd's loud shrieking sound. And as you hung there, men jeered and scorned you as the skies grew dark and deep. Your poor mother's heart, now pierced and broken, she could do nothing more but weep. And while in your pain, you continued to pray for us and forgave a convicted thief. You promised him new life, the open invitation to all who obey and keep true to your belief. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Are words that you cried out that day? But God the Father allowed you to suffer to prove that you are the way. My God, my God, please forgive our blindness, which crucified your Son. Your sacrifice goes beyond all words. You offered the blameless one. May we receive the grace to perceive the reality that our own pride may be binding us from receiving truth. This Lent, may the Lord grant us the courage to recognize our pride and they gained victory over this vice. A man's pride brings him low, but a man's lowly spirit gains honor. Proverbs 29, verse 23. May your Lenten sacrifice prepare your heart a little deeper about the reality of the passion, and may you experience a new dimension of faith that will grow your perception beyond 
the paradox of truth. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Reflections of a Humble Scribe. If you'd like more information about the show, please email the radio station at wsjf at stjoseph.cc. That email again is wsjf at stjoseph.cc. Please comment on the Reflections of a Humble Scribe show image post 
on our Facebook page at WSJF. You can also listen to Reflections of a Humble Scribe on the WSJF Radio Podcast site at wsjf-radio.com slash podcasts. Or find the Reflections Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time on Reflections of a Humble Scribe. <laughs>